Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with some catch-up. Um, we got a lot going on. We had a topic planned out. We're not going to do it. We're going to do what we do best. Um, rant and, and, I guess, gossip. To our loyal listeners, thanks. Uh, but before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. Um, so I guess I'm just going to combine my crush and my, or sorry, my beef and my update together because uh, nothing really happened this week except I was at the gym last Tuesday. I was in the personal training area because uh, Good Life lets you work out there if like there's no one training um, or being trained. So I was deadlifting. All was going well. It felt like a good day. I was kind of in a rush too because I had a meeting I had to get to for four o'clock and I felt bad being um, late even though I was already running late. But as I was working out and training, um, someone came by and said, hey, like when there's people working out, like you shouldn't be here. Like one of the trainers or anything. I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll just clean up. Um, So I cleaned up and then there was no other deadlift platforms available. So I decided just to choose like a random squat rack area just to set up. Um, I did one deadlift and that like, it just didn't feel as good, I guess. Like, I don't know if it was just like the ground or the plates or something. Um, And so I stopped and I saw that the platform, the person who was on the platform finally got off of it. So I was like, okay, I'll clean up and I'll like move over. As I was cleaning up, I was, like, moving the last plate off of, like, this was even while I was, like, actually doing deadlifts. This was when I was clearing the last plate off of the uh, bar. I pulled, and I felt something in my back, like, crack and pull. And then I was, like, oh, no. And then I was, like, I tried to, like, stand up, and I was, like, oh, no. And it just, like, it just felt terrible. I couldn't bend over I couldn't really like stand up and then I was like okay I'm just gonna waddle my way out of the gym now and go home because there's no way I'm gonna be able to continue my workout oh my god so I got home I lied down um and I was like oh no I can't get back up again oh my god (laughs) so my mother the five foot three five foot four a hundred and like ten pound woman had to lift me off of the couch or like assist me in lifting me off of the couch and into the shower because I still needed to take a shower. Oh my god. Um, I've been heat compressing uh, and that has helped a lot and slowly I slowly each day I've gained a little bit more mobility in my back again mm. such that I can sit up <laughs> as I'm like as, I mean for the people who can't see I am sitting up I am not lying down in my bed while filming this podcast. <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, I'm so happy you were feeling better, though. Um, Drugs did not help. I actually didn't end up taking any until, like, a few days ago. didn't need drugs this time, which is an interesting take for me. Because I usually, Yeah. (laughs) I'm, like, the type of person who gets sick and then immediately is, like, I'm going to take as much, like, cold medicine as possible to get me through this. Me too, me too. I know, um, so my boyfriend, Nick, he also has, like, bad back problems, too, or, like, he did from doing something at the, at doing something working out, and he took, like, so many drugs, or no, he took Robax, some back painkiller thing, and he said it just, like, numbs him, but then he was like, I'm afraid I'm gonna get too reliant on them. That's probably a good call, and also, numbing pain seems like a bad like coping mechanism (laughs) two people i know two people very close to me have very bad back problems am i the common denominator here is this my main character energy coming out (laughs) yes it's maggie's fault that the people closest to her all have back problems yes i am sorry what's your update this week (laughs) (laughs) um i I guess, oh, I was going to talk about, what did I want to talk about? Oh, man, there's so many things that have happened. Okay, see this sweater. To the people listening, I am so sorry you cannot see this sweater. There is a red sweater here. This is supposed to be my brother's birthday Christmas. Sorry, my brother's Christmas present. <laughs> and um, so my mom told me to hide it. It's just a basic red sweater from Ralph Polo Ralph Lauren. 
but my mom is obsessed with winners right now so um call it thrift shopping if you will um so she's been obsessed with winners so she bought it and was like hey what do you think about this sweater and i said it looks fine whatever and then she said okay can you hide it in the closet and i'm so sorry again to the people listening my closet is to the right of me where i'm gesturing right now but it's literally right next to me in my home office and i said sure i will put it there but you know being me i just left it up there on the chair because my brother does not come up here and i do not care enough so i just left it in the chair and then my mom decided to tell me that she put the sweater away and then i left for a couple days because i went to my boyfriend's house and then um my mom asked me where the sweater was and i said i don't know i thought you touched it so this was a whole fiasco for a while where we were all kind of screaming at each other oh wait so it got out because my mom said hey we need him to try on the sweater can you pretend it's for nick instead and tell your brother to try on the sweater to see if it fits him and i said sure and then i went to go look for it and i couldn't find it yeah so then that was a whole thing and then my mom blurted out that it was his christmas present so that was ruined and then my brother was like i don't even like red <laughs> so now my mom is like should i just keep it though like we found it now i think like it's a nice sweater should i just keep it for him for his christmas present he hasn't seen it yet but now he knows it's a red sweater or a sweater and i said you should return it because it's a red sweater anyways we found it uh the drama is over that's it i'm back to a peaceful life um what is your beef or crush of the week my beef is myself um it's my back i can't believe i heard it not even actually in the act of working out like understandable if i'm like you know what this was too heavy i hurt myself that's on me but the fact that it wasn't even me hurting myself it, it wasn't even that i was working out that i did this that it kind of sucks and uh, it's like a lesson on responsibility and uh, what? i feel like you can't you know. even blame yourself for that it could have happened literally doing anything yeah but like i was being careless because i was like in a rush and like I, like it it's a lesson on responsibility like you know wait like, yeah. I, I don't understand how is this your fault <laughs> because it's like it like i could have like because i was in a rush kind of i was like maybe absent-minded a little bit like just like i don't know you know what like i've been reflecting a lot on this moment and being like oh if i just did this differently if i did this differently you know like hindsight's 2020 so i guess but i think this is not your fault i think it, it literally could have happened it's like blaming yourself if you got like we'll come back to this it's like pulling a muscle you know like you can't help it yeah you, pulled, yeah, you literally just pulled. Yeah, you literally pulled a muscle. You can't help it. Yeah, but it's just like you know, like you just like think of thing ways of like, oh, like I could have done this differently, or I could have done this differently, and then you reflect back onto the moment. It's like when you do something at work, you know, and mm -hmm. you're like, you know what? Did I handle that correctly, or like how was that presentation? Like, did I do it properly? Like, and then you start overthinking it and overanalyzing. It's kind of the same thing. I think um, you should not blame yourself. I see where you're coming from, though, but I don't think, if not now, then later, you know, like it was it was going to happen. I'm sure maybe someone's going to pull a muscle. Everyone's going to pull a muscle, you know. This is some final destination <laughs> shit and I don't like it. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> you're telling me that if I didn't do it this time, I was going to do it. It, it was going to it was inevitable. Okay. <laughs> Um, I just want to add like one last comment to your whole like brother thing. I think you should personally return the sweater because if someone says they don't like red sweaters and you get them a red sweater, I think you should return it. And also, Nick, your boyfriend, has is like kind of a different size than Nick, your brother. Yeah. I feel like it's too fancy for him. Maggie's holding up the sweater right now. I feel like this is like he's too young for the sweater like he, he's not a 60 year old man that's funny um yeah it's a so nice sweater lately um my brother's been trying to get into fashion um i'm just gonna call him nikki because um yeah his name is my boyfriend and my brother have the same name unfortunately but my brother will be hereby known as nikki and my boyfriend will be known as nick anyways so nikki was like he's like getting into fashion because his girlfriend's really into fashion marketing um, so my brother is like, oh, I want to try to dress better. So he's been buying like kind of some ugly stuff. And my mom has been trying to push on like some ugly stuff for him too. Um, to her, it looks great. 
And then to his girlfriend, it also looks great. To me and Nikki, it looks bad. And then now we get Nick involved. And we say, Nick, whose side are you on? And Nikki the other day was like, hey, who are you going to side with? Your girlfriend or your girlfriend's mom? Choose like wisely here. And then Nick sided with my mom that the leather jacket looked nice. And I was like, oh my God, Nick, you coward. You can't even side with me in front of my own family. This is a bad precedent. He has set a bad precedent for the future where he's never going to stand up to your mom for you. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it didn't look bad in that light, actually. I think because my brother... Actually, no. He showed it to me before, like in my room, I think. And I was like, oh, take it off. It's so ugly. I can't imagine a leather leather jacket looking that bad, though, you know? It had, like, bad stitching and design. I think that's probably why. And pics. I will take a picture of this. We'll we'll put it somewhere here. Yeah. Um, but what is your beef or crush of the week, then? My beef is myself and my mom. <laughs> um, so I feel like, okay, we all know, like, my health journey. I've had my struggles and everything. I think lately I've been, like, I've been doing an okay job. I've been going to the gym consistently. I found that, like, my biggest obstacle was kind of like eating out. Maybe not like restaurants and stuff, but any sort of fast food I feel like is my Achilles heel because I feel like there's something in the food there and then once you kind of start, it's hard to stop. It's kind of like meth. I haven't done meth, so maybe that's a bad comparison, but think of drugs. It's like a it's like a gateway drug, you know? And I feel like one day if I have like McDonald's fries, then it's like, oh my God, I gotta get McDonald's fries again. I gotta get my kick. So it's like almost every day I feel like I need McDonald's fries. So I feel like breaking that habit has been like pretty good for me, but I found that, yeah, I think I went through like, I think I had McDonald's like three days in a row and I was like, oh, this is not good. I need to stop. Like I kept getting a hash brown or like, yeah, I kept getting hash browns. That's what it was. Hash browns are my Achilles heel. Hash browns and then fries or something like that the day after. So anyways, I was like, okay, I got to stop this. This is bad. I think this is where it's coming from. The sodium, the processed food, it's all bad. Um, This was like what? two months ago or something. I don't know. Sometimes when I get really sad, I need like fast food to comfort me. Um, so anyways, I've been doing pretty well. You know, I've been, I've been happy with myself, making progress. I looked at some old pictures of myself and I'm like, you know what? Good, good for you, Maggie. Like it's not going to go overnight. It's great. But then my mom comes into my room or comes in here while I'm working, just like minding my own business. And she's like, Hey, you should really do something about your double chin and you should do this instead. And, um, So to the listeners out there, you basically get your hand and you keep smacking your upper jaw almost. And my mom said, just keep doing this. Just keep hitting yourself. It's going to get rid of your double chin. You're you're activating the muscles there. I was like, mom, that's not going to do anything. Smacking myself won't do anything. You just want to smack me, but you can't. So you're going to get me to smack myself. It's like, no, 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 for sure. I saw this YouTube video. You need to do it. So anyways, my beef is myself and my mom. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I can't believe out of the blue like what was the uh mental gymnastics that your mom had to like go through to be like you know what I am sitting somewhere else in this house or I am somewhere else in this house right now and I'm actually going to burst into Maggie's room while she's working and tell her that she really has to do something about her chin yes um, I think maybe it was the way I turned to stare at her. I think because my posture is bad, because um, my brother also points out my double chin a lot. Um, I get fat shamed a lot in this family. Wow. Um, yeah, so maybe it's just like the way I was sitting and like the face I was making at her. She was like, you really need to do something about this double chin. You just need to keep doing this. My Why brother- was she in your room though? Oh, she came up here because she wanted to tell me something and then she forgot because she got distracted by my double chin. yeah and my brother said that i can get rid of my double chin he said the only reason why i have it and it's so significant is because my posture is so bad he said i just need to straighten my back um oh and like put my tongue on the roof of my mouth like get into the habit of doing that and it like makes the fat here like go up a little bit more he said that's all it is and he said that i was too lazy to even fix that Stop fat shaming me. Uh, it's there for a reason. It's there to keep me warm in the winter. Thank you. Let's get into it. Catch up news. Ooh. Facebook. 
I guess like Facebook is rebranding itself to no longer be called Facebook and is now called Meta. But no, it is uh, just having like a parent, like it's opening up a parent company that is supposed to be uh, owning like Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook, like kind of what like Alphabet Inc. does for Google and like all of the Google products. So kind of like non-news, except for the whole, I saw parts of like the presentation or like it was like a VR version of uh, Mark Zuckerberg and everyone's like, wow, he looks more real in VR than he does in real life. I love the Zuckerberg slander memes. (laughs) And I was asking Maggie this. I was like, I wonder if it's like a poorly times like marketing ploy like they already had this in the works or whatever and they just timed it poorly because of all like the like data breach news and all the like uh whistleblowers and everything or if it's their counteraction to the whistleblower news and they're like you know what if we release this everyone's gonna forget about all the bad things we do probably um but that's very impressive of them if they were to like come out with this to hide all the whistleblower stuff because they did a lot of like hardcore marketing and it seems like it took years for them to get this product going. So maybe not, maybe we are wrong, but. What is meta? Like the definition of meta or like what? <laughs> like <laughs> I actually did ask this to Jordan the other day and he did give me a definition of it. But I mean, like what is like meta in the sense of like, facebook's parent company like does it do something that's different than like what facebook instagram and uh whatsapp are doing or like what is it um that's a great question that i don't know and i don't know how vr comes into this because oh side note do you remember that black mirror episode that was like life is gonna be like a vr thing this is it this is this is what's happening. Okay. So it's now a metaverse. What the fuck does that mean? Meta platforms. Okay, I'm quickly reading about it now. I'm going to give you guys the 411. Oh, actually, the very first sentence. Following a period of intense scrutiny and damaging whistleblower leaks, news started to emerge on October 21st, 2021 about Facebook's plan to rebrand the company and to change its name. I guess... Facebook is still Facebook. Like, the social media platform itself will not be changing. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's, like, a whole... What's it called? Whole misconception around the app. So people are like, I oh. refuse to call the app Facebook. I mean, the app Meta. I will call it Facebook. It's like, okay, it's still going to be called Facebook. You didn't see it change anywhere. The news that I've read... I, like, do you know where VR chat is? It's basically, you can go, like... You can go in as any, like, character or whatever, and it's, like, a virtual chat room where you can chat with, like, other people who are also dressed up as, like, different characters. Wait, isn't this on that show How to Catch a Predator? Uh... (laughs) This sounds like this is going to be a great start of a reality TV show, though. (laughs) The Circle. (laughs) This is The Circle, right? Uh, yes, but... Like, you actually, like, get into, like, it's, like, your, I don't know, your persona. Like, you actually see, like, other people. Like, you actually, like, you can, like, walk around in this reality. Yeah. You can, like, interact with things, interact with people, do stuff. But it's, like, it's, like, a chat room. But, like, you have, like, a character that moves around and everything. This was, like, what IMVU was kind of, like, in the past. Um, but there's a lot of weird-looking oh, characters. I remember this. It's... People are saying that's what metaverse is going to be in the future. Like, it's just going to be like, wow, kids just put on their VR headsets and like walk to school. I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like it's possible. Like, there's actually been like a lot of shows. And I think, no, isn't the Matrix kind of about this? It's like because everyone's like plugged in, right? Like, so that's kind of what our future is. I think those people were involuntary plugged in. Yeah, but, like, eventually it gets to a point that, like, people just can't escape anymore. Like, you, you're you plugged in, but then, like, you're like, oh, this is fun, you start doing it, and then you can't stop and you can't get out of it because they don't let you or, like, they, or, like, you just get too addicted or something. 
Facebook is going to take over the world. I mean, hasn't it kind of already, though? A little bit, yeah. I mean, um, I see why you have deleted it, and I totally respect you for it. I don't know if I can get there. I need to, but it's hard. If you delay Facebook, who else is going to tell me all those like wedding announcements I from know. people in high school that we <laughs> no longer <laughs> talk to? <laughs> I'm taking the hit for us. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts on the news? Good? Bad? Um, I don't know. It's like two kind of minds of me that I'm like, wow, change is great. Like advancements in technology. This is so cool. But another side of me is like maybe the boomer side where I'm like, oh, this cannot be good. This is something about I don't know enough about like privacy things. And I don't know enough about like I know Facebook is an unethical company and um, this whole thing and trying to get all these like social media influencers on board too. Like their whole marketing campaigns and showing how cool Meta is and the virtual reality. I'm not convinced. I'm still like, hmm, I'm sus. Something's up. I don't trust you, Zuck. He looks like an alien. And when he was recording that presentation, why did he have that barbecue sauce as a bookcase? In his bookcase as a books bookend. I, I saw that too. And I was like, holy crap, people are so observant. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like Mark Zuckerberg tries so hard to be human and he cannot. <laughs> it's like Uncanny Valley. <laughs> He's like almost there, but he just doesn't quite get there. That's so funny. Um, another update for the, the people. Alec Baldwin on the set of Rust. Um, I don't know if this is one, like the celebrating Halloween. Can you give the people the 411? Um, why don't you go into like the backstory, I guess, of like what happened, like on the set of Rust and then because oh. the celebrating Halloween part is kind of like a continuation of that. And I know you've gotten really deep into this rabbit hole about what happened. Yes. So basically, unless you've been living under a rock, um, uh, famous actor, Alec Baldwin, um, he's an executive producer. He is a famous actor too. Um, he was filming this movie called Rust. Um, and he had a gun. It was supposed to be a prop gun. And the gun went off and it killed the cinematographer and um, shot the director. So basically they were standing like right behind each other. And the bullet went through her, shot the director's shoulder. Um, and very sad, very upsetting, traumatic incident that happened on set. Um, and then we read some things too that came out. And it was basically like the armor. So how it works on a set is like the armor is supposed to be the one who clears all the prop guns. So I think for close-up shots, they actually use like something similar to legit guns, but it's they supposed to- They do use a real gun. They use a real gun, terrifying. Um, so the armor is supposed to be the one who clears everything. And they're supposed to like make sure the gun is safe to use or they're supposed to be the ones to hand it to the actor themselves. Somewhere in the chain that broke and the assistant director, associate director, handed the gun to Alec Baldwin instead and said, it's a cold gun. You're good to shoot with this one. That should not have happened. Um, and they found that they were actually, um, the armor is like 24 years old, a girl. Um, and that's not the issue here, but the issue was that she was a little bit too inexperienced for the set. Um, and they were using that gun for like target practice or something earlier that day. And that um, this incident was actually like, to come because th like they had three other incidents where the gun actually went off um, on set without them planning it. And one of the people on set like texted the director or texted someone unit production management and was like, hey, like this is the third time the gun has gone off. Like this is not safe. And the production company who put this movie on, um, they actually had to fire their union workers. The union workers were protesting that there was not enough set safety. Um, and there needed to be more regulation and safety around this and production was not taking it seriously enough or management was not taking it seriously enough. So then management fired all their union workers and they hired um, temporary people in. And these temporary people obviously were not as experienced. Um, they just needed to, you know, kind of fill a spot. So yeah, so this was kind of like a long time coming. Unfortunately, like someone, like a mother, like famous cinematographer was killed on set. It's very unfortunate. But yeah, this is a very sad case in Hollywood. Hopefully it raises more awareness around gun safety and um, set safety too. Alec Baldwin was very vocal about um, 
set safety too and he was mad at his production company about this yeah it's it's funny that there needs to be like advocates for gun safety on set because it feels like a pretty uh standard thing i guess to be like double triple check like the gun like just in case because you know like it's one of those things where it's like if it's your fault like it's really like you it's hard to like live with that you know and it you could very easily just like check and make sure and it would have probably taken you like five minutes from your day but do you think alec baldwin is at fault here it's hard to say like it's tricky because if he was just another actor not his fault and they weren't even filming at the time i think they were just practicing from what i read um but it's different because he's more involved right like he was actually an executive producer of this movie and i believe it's his production company if i'm not mistaken um and i guess like he just doesn't get enough say in it but i don't know it's kind of those things where it's like what could i have done differently and like he could have like protested more or like been more on the side for like gun safety like alec baldwin like the baldwin name itself has a very significant impact in hollywood like if he were to put up like a like i don't know a protest or something people would have followed him so i mean i'm not gonna blame him like this is a very traumatic thing but it's like you know i'm sure there would there were things that could have been avoided what do you think and i think like the investigation i think is still ongoing i think he actually did he might get charged in a criminal case i doubt it but he probably will get charged in like a civil case um and i don't know like it's hard because it's like you as like alec baldwin like yes he should have been like advocating for more but also at the same time it's like if he didn't have that much of a say anyways with with his production company like i'm assuming that he was actually like genuine about like hey like there needs to be more safety on set but like if he doesn't have much of a say it's hard to really blame him for like anything because it's like oh if he's just like a worker or like he like has like a share but like a small share like he can't be blamed and then you also expect other people to do their job properly i think like even like outside of like acting like working in like a corporate company like you just expect other people to do their job and you rely on these people to do their job well so that you can do your job well so it's like like I like at best, it's probably going to get like a settlement outside of court. I think I don't think he's going to be charged criminally. I think this is one of those things where it's like this is like major PTSD, and like I feel even worse for um, the cinematographer's son who now um, doesn't have a mom anymore, and it could have all been avoided. Yeah. So what ended up happening? with like the Halloween component of it is that um, like yesterday or a few days ago, his like Alec Baldwin's wife, is her name like Hilaria? Hillary? Mm -hmm. Hilaria. Hilaria. Okay. So Hilaria posted her whole family dressed up in costume being like, oh, like I'm glad we got to celebrate Halloween together. Um, Like this was very last minute, but we're glad that like we could pull, um, like we could pull something off. And it's like, your husband is just like this like this rust thing happened like a few weeks ago your husband is basically still kind of uh grieving grieving under um, investigation under public scrutiny all of these things and like there's a like there's a kid out there who doesn't have a mom anymore he killed someone and you're saying like oh like uh, you know like glad we got to get together for halloween glad we were able to do something for halloween like the show's like no remorse on the end like on alec baldwin's end and it's like you could have like yeah okay you don't want to like have your kids suffering for something the parent did don't post it on instagram like just do things with your kids and don't post it so that it can be used in like a civil court case against alec baldwin because it's like this basically shows that he doesn't really care much about it because like oh he's just on his way celebrating halloween with no like regard for what he did and he shows no sympathy and um that way like they should milk more money out of him yeah um definitely very insensitive of her because you know they got to kind of go back to normal life and you know the victim's family doesn't it sucks and he's like, little boy, yeah, he should get to have, like, a happy Halloween with his mom and dad. And Claire Baldwin, after her whole Spanish thing, it turns out she's a white woman, gets to have fun with her, like, six million kids. 
yeah it just yeah that's the like i think that's perfect it's like it, it was just so insensitive it's hard for the kids too, like alec baldwin's kids because like they don't know what's going on they're like very little too so i guess like they want like to have some sort of normalcy so maybe that's what it is but you know like you're right you didn't need to post that on instagram people are still grieving about this take like have your own time just don't post it anywhere yeah and there's probably like a pr agent out there that's like oh my god what are you doing <laughs> the pr is like fuck my life this is so hard right now <laughs> i am working overtime for this like yeah. come on i told you do not post anything <laughs> um it's funny so i'm actually reading about more of the rust thing um there was like so many red flags. There was no medic on set. That was the film's sets of early concern. Um, so th the armor, I know they're like super going into her on the media and her work history and stuff. So this is only her second movie where she's been the armorer. And I think she kind of got this job because her dad is like a well-known Hollywood armorer. Um, and I guess like it's it was Baldwin's passion project, but this was a very low budget film. So I guess they didn't have the money to get her dad. But it's the first it. movie that she was on, the armor on, she discharged a weapon without telling anyone. And Nicolas Cage, the lead actor, walked off set. When even Nicolas Cage is like, hold up, man, this is not cool. I'm going to leave now. Like, eh, maybe, maybe don't hire her. This is one of the cases where it's like, maybe don't follow in your parents' footsteps, no matter how much they pressure you into doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe she was good, but... You know, like, learn from your lesson kind of thing. They just got, like, really, like, sh shitty people. And there was a strike amongst the members of the Int International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees over working conditions and low pay. Yeah, they probably, you know, they probably couldn't afford someone better. <laughs> and so they got her. And, like, yeah, she probably was not good at her job, but also she probably shouldn't have been hired in the first place like where does the issue fall kind of thing and she's yeah. probably going to be the fall guy for it because she's the lowest on the totem pole and she's probably the most disposable yeah this is true very unfortunate case all around yeah uh i think like the shittiest part about this is the people who are kind of like what is it like blaming alec baldwin like guns don't kill people alec baldwin does and it was donald trump jr and candace owens the fucking like republicans like the worst of the worst basically people who are like coming out with t-shirts about this like tweeting about this like tweeting about how awful alec baldwin is and it's like how does this help anyone like this doesn't really support your case and they're like this is what you get for like being against donald trump like this was like karma like shooting yeah, someone like, was karma yeah it was like alec baldwin like was trump on like snl so i guess like um some of the trump lovers did not um like it and didn't like the jokes that were made on behalf of him which uh this has been done for every single president basically since snl has started running like they've made fun of like every single like president in this way so i <laughs> So I guess their feelings were just a little bit more hurt. And yeah. I do feel bad of like for him like about that because it's like he doesn't deserve it. Like unless it was like maliciously done. Like I don't think there was a malicious intent um, behind what he did. So. Yeah. Tough times. Don't capitalize times. off someone's death. Yeah, oh, that's another thing. It's like doing this completely disregards like the person that he killed. Like you've kind of made this into a political spectacle, which is like taking away from how, like taking away from the actual like victim and like her family. Yeah. I want to say her name, but I don't want to butcher it. Um, I don't know her name. Helena Hatchins. Helena. I want to say Helena. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Moving on to something a little bit more upbeat, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know if this is true, but there are rumors out there that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are now dating. The um, How I saw this was there was a photo of them hanging out on a roller coaster and they were holding hands. 
So people have been speculating that why would you just hold your friend's hand on a roller coaster? That's kind of weird. And people were saying, I would never do that with a friend because that's weird. I would hold my friend's hand on a roller coaster. Would you? I think I would, yeah. Okay. That's fair. But I think because it's Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, it's weird. <laughs> like, what are the chances that they're friends? Like, they got along really well. Oh, wait, I have a fun backstory for this. So okay. um, years ago in New York, it, it was Kid Cudi's birthday. It was Kid Cudi, Pete Davidson hanging out. And then Pete Davidson was like, you know what? I'm going to put down my credit card. I'm going to pay for our, our birthday meal. They were at Nobu, I think, in New York, which is like a famously very known expensive restaurant. Then Tim- Kid Cudi is like, hey, can my friend Timothy Chalamet come by? Pete Davidson's like, yeah, he's skinny. Why not? So Timothy Chalamet comes by. And then Kid Cudi's like, hey, Kim and Kanye nearby. Can they come? And Pete's like, all right, some more skinny people, whatever. It's not going to be expensive. So they come. And then Kanye, being Kanye, just like orders everything on the menu. And it's like, no, we need to go to this private room. We need this, 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 like, this secret menu thing. Like he's just like ordering like crazy. And Pete Davidson's like, what the fuck? Like, I hope you guys are going to eat all this. And obviously, like, they're not, you know, they're skinny people. <laughs> and then Did they take it home at least <laughs> i don't know the details but i just know pete davidson made a joke about it and he was like i was texting my manager and told him to make more shows because he needed to make more money to pay for this dinner bill so kim kardashian west then appeared on snl and she had a scene with pete davidson where they kissed um in this like aladdin parody so people are like this was pete's revenge all along on Kanye to kiss Kim and then eventually date her, allegedly date her. Honestly, I think being on SNL is the best way to dating and marrying celebrities. So far, yeah. And um, I forget who. Someone was saying, oh, I feel like John Mulaney was saying it, but he's like, SNL has changed so much. Back in the day, you'd be too afraid to make eye contact with like the celebrities that came by. But now people are like just like dating them left and right. Like they just approach them like it's easy. Like Colin Jost, one of the producers from SNL was dating Ben Affleck. Um, another producer is dating uh, or is married now to Emma Stone. Um, Pete Davidson dated like a million people. Wait, Colin Jost dated Ben Affleck? Sorry, Colin Jost is married to Scarlett Johansson. Colin Jost okay. is on SNL. He's the Weekend Update guy. Okay, um, and who's Ben? And how does Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck <laughs> dated one of the SNL producers. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or cinematographers. Her name was Lindsay something. I forget, but she was in, uh, on SNL. It was like, oh, Ben like, Affleck and Colin Jost. Yeah, they're gay. You didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, holy crap! I didn't. I was like, this is so new to me. I didn't know that. And I was like, that's an interesting couple. <laughs> Wait, Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson's son. Their name. His name is Cosmos. Cosmo? Uh, Cosmo. Cosmo? Cosmo. Cosmo. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah. Prepare for the one. But, like, the one and Cosmo jokes are going to be too old to, like, the kids won't know, so they can't make fun yeah. of them for it. Um, I feel like Cosmo name kind of sucks. What can you do? You got celebrity. You have to put up yeah. with it. Um, I think it's because, like, SNL is being, like, way more popular. Yeah. And... That's my hot tip. That's my life pro tip. Go to SNL and then you'll date a bunch of celebrities. Even if you're not that attractive, it's fine. As long as you're you're funny, funny. guys. Just make the people (laughs) laugh. That's all. That's (laughs) all it is. Um, Okay, so that makes sense. That's like, I was like, because it's like, you don't see like Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian being in the same social circle. So I was like, how did they even start hanging out? SNL, that's it is. But now I see a lot of tweets. I think I sent you one the other day where it's like Pete Davidson's being passed around like a vape from middle school mm. children or like a yeah. middle school vape. I think that's what the joke was. Yeah, which is hilarious because it's kind of true. And like that sucks, though, because if you draw the comparison to like Taylor Swift back in the day where she was like dating a lot of guys, like people were like on her for it. They were like, oh, my God, like she's dating so many people like um and then like they would just call her like a bunch of bad names and stuff that she didn't deserve to be called but then now in this case everyone's just memeing about it and yeah. they're just like laughing about it and they're like oh wow like pete davidson keeps on like hitting above his um uh, pay grade 
or like swinging above his average like whatever <laughs> there's a lot of sayings for that so it's like people are like almost like applauding him for it um as he is he is swinging way above his average let's and- let's list the people we got kate beckinsale ariana grande you got um margaret qualley you got phoebe that lady from bridgerton you got um kaya gerber you got i forget who else but that's already like a bunch of hot women he's probably just funny i think that's what i think that's what it is yeah because i saw an interview with him and mgk and machine gun kelly was like oh yeah pete davidson has like is like very smooth with women like he can go up to like women at the bar like he's very confident and machine gun kelly was like a little bit more shy oh that's cute but there's still more to develop in the story and we actually like it hasn't been confirmed that they're dating um but if they do start dating i think that is absolutely hilarious and good revenge if they yeah and if they get married i think that is absolutely hilarious (laughs) they will not i don't think pete is willing to settle down right now i mean he he got engaged to ariana grande yeah i think that was a special case that was his first like big time celebrity yeah but like kim k's rich i mean i guess she's probably gonna get a prenup so yeah Eh. Smart. I I wish Keeping Up with the Kardashians was still on. You think Pete would, would be on it? Yeah, I totally <laughs> think so. I, I I'm I not saying don't. he's a clout chaser, but I totally think he'd be on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I think, or, but like, at least they talk about him. Yeah, I think he'd be hilarious on that show. I think so too. It's like what Scott Disick dis Disick Disick. Disick, used to yeah. like it was just commentary on the family and it was just really funny commentary even though it was very mean it was funny <laughs> i still watch those sometimes like old scott videos on youtube where chris is like wow this is the happiest day of my life and scott is like oh even happier than the day your children were born <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible he is he probably was a terrible so person. shitty yeah <laughs> he also is maybe borderline pedophile on dating people that are like just of age yeah mm. anyways speaking of age and mm, that's not the right segue speaking <laughs> of uh reality television we got yolanda hadid zayn malik Gigi hadid sorry yolanda hadid was on a uh, real housewives of atlanta i think so i just found that out so were they famous because of that show no okay Never mind. Gigi, I believe, got famous on her own. Um, okay. I, not of her own, you know, like her parent is her parents are like pretty wealthy and like affluent, have connections and everything, but yeah. not because of the show. Okay. Um, so backstory, Yolanda, you know, um, yeah, reality TV show, you know, like anyone on reality TV show probably has like a little superficial streak in them, maybe has a little bit of narcissistic streak. Zayn Malik, former One Direction member, currently partners with Gigi Hadid. They have a child together. Um, Zayn is known to be very quiet and does not speak about anything. But then one day, TMZ released that Yolanda approached them and said that Jane, Zayn, Zayn had um, physically assaulted her, like shoved her, and had verbally assaulted her, um, and that her bodyguard was there as proof and was saying things like... Um, uh, I forget what he said. Oh, something about how she was a Dutch slut. Um, get out of my fucking house. And he called Gigi and said, strap on some fucking balls and stand up to your mother. Uh, which is not an okay thing to say. But, um, you know, and we take like anything like physical assault against women very seriously. You know, physical assault in general, not okay. Um, but kind of some red flags here. One, that Yolanda went straight to TMZ instead of filing a police report. Um, another weird thing is that uh, the bodyguard was there. The fact that Yolanda tried to bring in her own bodyguard to go see her grandchild. A little bit strange, I think. Um, and that, you know, Zane got, like, very aggressive. And he released something publicly. And that's, like, not his MO at all. Even when he left One Direction, he didn't say anything. He didn't come out with a reason why. So it's very strange that this is coming out right now. Um, so this whole thing is, like, very mysterious, and Gigi Hadid is in a very unfortunate place, I think, where she has to either side with her partner or mom, and eventually, like, she and Zane have parted ways, but still, what do you think about this whole thing? 
I was reading about it and it was like oh like Yolanda is like very fiercely loyal to her family or stuff like mm-hmm. she's very protective of her family so it seems like like I don't know if she like if she did this just to create like drama or like um it was like any any media attention is like good media attention to some people um in Hollywood so it's like I don't know if like that's the reason why but then it's like this is like a very serious like allegation like not just it's not something that's like you can just like brush under the rug mm-hmm. easily and it's like did she I wonder if she talked to Gigi about it before I'm not doubting her story and it's in, kind of insane to like think about Zane I guess in this way because it's like he's always been like super quiet he's always been like the quiet and shy one in like one direction so you don't really know what happens behind like closed doors right Mm -hmm. like that's kind of like it's crazy to think of him as like this whole other person but it's like very possible because there have been like um like domestic abuse cases where the person looks completely fine and like he is like super popular and like mr charismatic but then like behind closed doors like he beats his wife or something i like i think Gigi did the right thing um for the time being like i think separating um from him and um keeping her child safe like because oh my god because that like there's a child Mm -hmm. in this too so it's like she has to make the right decision not only for herself but also her child so then it's like there's whole other level of complexity it's like can you really have your child like be exposed to someone who like does that to your own mom and it's like kind of the whole like nick thing it's like this stand up to you or stand up to your mom kind of thing you know like (laughs) zane had come out and said that it was all fake um and i think he ended up getting um court issued stuff like anger management classes um and i think to stay away from yolanda and her bodyguard um but there are rumors that um okay i'll just start with the rumors first there were rumors that yolanda was um sneaking pictures to the press of the baby and of like Zane and Gigi together with their baby. So she was selling it to the, or not selling it, but just like, you know, getting more attention, giving it to the press. And then Zane got mad about that. But what I don't like about these rumors is that because she comes out with like, you know, domestic case and that people are trying to cloud her as like, you know, wrong and everything in this. Um, And that she's like a clout chaser or just looking for fame and stuff. So we don't know that. Um, I mean, we do know that she is in it for fame because of her participation in the Real Housewives or that reality TV show. Um, but I don't know. I think that's a pretty big accusation to say that her grandma is selling pictures of her grandbaby to the press. Because, yeah, she is known to be very fiercely protective of her family. I feel like Zayn in that case would have also, like, every right to be angry at Yolanda for doing that. But not angry to the point that you are, like, verbally assaulting her and physically assaulting her. Yeah. Like, you should never get, like, that angry. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, like... If she did do that, like, yeah, that's bad. But then what you're doing is also worse. So it's like, it doesn't, like, just because she did something bad, when you do something worse, it doesn't really cancel out like that. Like, this is a rumor as well. But I've been hearing that their relationship was always kind of toxic. Like, Gigi and, like, Zane's relationship. Like, they were very on and off for a very long time. Um, And then, like, they finally, like, got together. They had a kid and everything. So this, there might be more stuff that comes out. Like, we don't know how he kind of treats Gigi behind like closed doors kind of stuff how he treats like other people like because of this like if this is true I think there might be more stuff that comes out possibly because this can't be the first time he's done something like this I feel like to like a toxic relationship you really don't need to bring a kid into that you know like if you're on and off for a while don't bring kids into this um but I think even those like allegations of him like saying those horrible things that's already like pretty rough i just want to point out that uh back in the day when we were talking about our favorite one direction um people mine was harry styles as some of you might know and i think maggie's was zayn malik i think mine was zayn malik as well (laughs) yeah and i just want to compare and contrast the two really quickly so harry styles wonderful uh person is now he i think he recently dressed up as like a raggedy Ann kind of doll or like dorothy yes dressed as dorothy and he performed on stage for like kind of like a halloween type thing he looked absolutely adorable unproblematic then on the other hand are now is now being charged with assault 
I got problematic taste in guys, <laughs> except for my boyfriend. I think he's very sweet and would never hurt a fly. Um, but also, we don't know that yet because of my apparently former crush on Zane. We'll see. Hey, man, just cripple him by like hitting him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Put him out out of commission for weeks. <laughs> 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 fuck now if i'm with anyone and they just attack him then i'm screwed he's my bodyguard yeah that kind of sucks like that if okay alternative plan throw him in front of you and then while mm. the person is attacking him you run away this is good <laughs> he will be a sacrifice yeah um just kind of to like close it all off maggie sent me a tweet from logan paul <laughs> or was it logan paul or was yeah, it the logan other paul Okay, Logan Paul, and it was like um, a tweet at like something GD tweeted at him, like like oh I'm at home with my like loyal man and everything, and like respectful re- king. Oh, respectful king! Ew, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like that he- either. Yeah, um, but then he brought it up again, and he ca- like he what do you what do you call that on like Twitter? The SpongeBob characters, like the uppercase and lowercase. No, thing. but like, what do you call like a tweet where you like talk oh, about like a? You quote the tweet. Okay, yeah. So he quoted that tweet and using the sarcastic SpongeBob tone was like, "Huh, you're loyal man. You're a <laughs> respectful <loyal> king." king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, after this come out came out, and I think that's absolutely. I mean, I hate him. Really hate him, but that was very funny and that was very petty. For some context, I, he was Logan Paul was like mad or something, and he tweeted out that Zayn Malik was an asshole because. Logan Paul tried to get Zane to like join his friends and stuff. Like they ran into each other at a hotel and Zane was like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. And then Logan was tweeting about what a dick um, Zane was. And then Gigi was like, because he didn't want to hang out with you and your asshole friends. He's a respectful king. He's at home with me. Womp. Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, thanks for joining us this week for another episode. Go listen to us wherever you got your podcasts or go watch us on youtube for the full effect especially when maggie goes and describes the sweater you can totally see what the sweater looks like on youtube and i know that's like really important to you guys <laughs> go follow us In on social media oh yes her closet you can you can know the layout of maggie's house in case you want to rob her <laughs> i know karate my boyfriend my boyfriend's my bodyguard <laughs> crippled boyfriend (laughs) um go follow us on social media tiktok uh instagram and twitter and come back next thursday for another episode of apologetically me bye